You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. And good mo- uh, evening, everybody listening. Uh, welcome to Swamp Gas Uggos. Uh, I am your host, Jordan Pilkington, and joining me as always is my co-host, and the reason you can't bring nail clippers on an airplane, Lexi Morris. Good morning, everybody. Or shut, should I shut say... Up. <laughs> <laughs> joining us as well today is uh, the lovely Garrett Bus. That's right, oh, Garrett. Say hi. It's me. Hi, it's me, Garrett Bus. Yeah, lovely, lovely boy, Garrett Bus. Always. Um, and yeah. So, uh, what's new with you, Lexi? Do a little catch up. Well, um, actually, no. Forget you, Garrett. Thank God. Uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Guys? Pretty good. good pretty good. Yeah, we have our, our former roommate. There used to be three of us be in the apartment. Uh, Garrett then I moved died. out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Garrett died. Crazy. We have mm-hmm. his spirits. Um, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, things are good right now. I've been doing uh, some writing. Like, I mean, in quarantine, it's tough to do comedy, right? Mm-hmm. So I've just been trying to write a video game that I'm attempting to make. Turns out coding is very difficult, and it's going to take me like three years to make this thing. Who would have guessed? Yeah. Um, Ha-cha-cha. Just working Ha-cha-cha. on that. And, you know, aside from that, just hanging out with my girlfriend and uh, new old roommates, James Torres and Madison Diaz. Shout out. Shout out. Bow, 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 bow. All right. Very cool. Um, I don't know if you if you know this or not, but on our show here, Swamp Ass Uggos, um, we like to dive into the swamps of reality and talk mm. about cryptids, mm. ghosts, UFOs, and everything else that goes bump in the night. I like that. Okay, yeah. Uh, on today's, tonight's episode, mm. <laughs> okay, uh, we I are talking about uh, out-of-body experiences, Ooh. also known as astral projecting. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, Currently, Jordan's body is somewhere else where it is daytime. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lexi, you know a lot about projecting. Do you know anything about astral projecting? Got her. You okay. got her. <laughs> That's right, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Let's this pl- is the roast zone. So we're playing dirty tonight. Yeah. Okay. Um, astral projecting? No. I know... Um, Garrett... Don't you know how to? Oh no, that's just that's projecting. That's you're pro- no vomit. Def- <laughs> what's it called? Right what's it deflect. called when you when you vomit so hard? Projectile vomit. Projectile vomit. Yes, I do know how to do that. I did that a lot no. when I was a baby. But that in space <laughs> is what I'm assuming astral projecting is. More or less, yeah. Astral projecting or an out of body experience is when uh, your soul can leave your body mm. and you can travel the astral plane and view the physical world without ever moving in space. Interesting. That's yeah. an out of body experience. Um, I've spent the past week and a half <laughs> trying to astral project on my own. Hell yeah. I've been reading a lot of text about oh, it. Oh, so that's what you've been doing in your bedroom. Uh-oh. Yeah, not masturbating. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the walls um, are thin. Well, like, listen, you need, you need to be in a calm state of mind <laughs> when you try to astral project. You need to project. be dehydrated. Okay. Yeah, you need to be dehydrated as thoroughly as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've learned is I cannot do it. Yeah. I have tried so hard. It yeah, happens man. to the best of us. 
It does. No, but mm-hmm. the way that you, you try to astral project mm-hmm. um, to make your soul leave your body is uh, you fall asleep. You get to sleep. You lay down. You keep your body still. Um, and you can't move for an hour and a half. Whoa. And when you try to do that, your body will try to, like, trick you into proving that you're awake. And so it'll start itching everywhere. Yeah. You can't scratch. Eventually, your body starts to shake uncontrollably. Okay. And it feels like you're rocking in a boat really, really fast. Yeah. And then you're just pop right at the top of your How head. far into this process have you gotten whenever you attempted it? Uh, I fell asleep 10 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Did yeah. you read a wiki how? What What was the, the source? Uh, how did you learn? It was a couple of things. Mostly um, the insane ramblings of various YouTubers. Hell yeah. On Hell yeah. Uh, ketamine or mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> they have it cracked, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so those guys, no mm-hmm. help. Um, but there was a lot of overlap between this and lucid dreaming. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and in astral projecting, uh, when you finally achieve it, um, you will have a spirit guide mm-hmm. who will take you out of your body and be like, this is it. This is the astral plane. Mm-hmm. It also happens in lucid dreaming. Um, and I had a lucid dream when I was a uh, sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't realize I had a spirit guide. Um, but in my dream, <laughs> I was at a bus stop yeah. and Hellboy sat down with me oh, You don't think. and was like, listen, man, you're dreaming. Whoa. <laughs> so so the, Hellboy was my spirit guy. So the astral plane is hell? <laughs> That's where we go? No, it's just comic books. <laughs> did, did Hellboy start spinning a top? Mm-hmm. Well, well, this yeah. is sophomore in high school. Was Inception out yet, you think? Think it how was... young do you think I am? How old do you think I am? I think you're 29. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me yes. Inception's a movie? Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh, there are a lot of different factors mm-hmm. that can trigger an out-of-body experience. Absolutely. Or an O-O-B-E. Oh, they got acronyms. They, they do have acronyms. O-O-B-E. 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 And Ubi. 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 Oh, this is going to be a mess. Yeah, um, we're having fun here tonight, guys. <laughs> um, so, one form is uh, there could be a sleep, mm-hmm. which is what I tried to do. Uh, spontaneous OBEs are more commonly reported as occurring just before falling asleep or just prior to waking. They're more likely to occur when sleep is not particularly deep due to noise, stress, or illness, for example. Mm. Um, when I was reading, uh, a lot of things said, get. Uh, real drunk before you do it. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, or just drunk enough that you can't, uh, uh, that you like, you're relaxed, but you mm-hmm. won't fall asleep because mm-hmm. you're, you're so pissed drunk. Yeah, so they just shit their pants. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I was no, out of my body. It's like, <laughs> it's uh, crazy. Uh, uh, you want to throw Eric Moore under the bus? Yeah, Eric pissed Moore. on your old couch. <laughs> my couch. <laughs> 2017. I'll never forget. Achieving Zen. Truly. Yeah, whenever Eric Moore pisses his pants, he calls it achieving Zen. <laughs> <laughs> He's enlightened, man. Yeah, thank God he doesn't live in town. He's going to kick our ass. Thank God. <laughs> um, another form is uh, physical effort. Okay. Uh, OBEs have been also reported following or during extreme exertion, mm-hmm. like when a mother lifts her car off her baby. Nice. Uh, or if uh, 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 if Lexi tries to go up too many stairs at once. Okay, oh, okay. okay, get her ass. It get hurts. her ass. It hurts. Get her ass. Um, the final version, the one that most people probably associate with it, um, are near-death experiences. Um, out-of-body experiences sometimes occur alongside light at the end of the tunnel visions, or if you've been in like a, a car accident or you're in some kind of surgery, most mm-hmm. people report feeling their body or their soul leave their body behind and they kind of watch mm-hmm. everything around them. Um, and what I found out is there's a, there's a club for people like this. Okay. Hold on, okay. Let, me, let me pull my notebook. 
Uh, they are called the International Association for Near-Death Studies. It was established in 1981, and every year they have a big gathering in California. <laughs> but do, do they actually go to California? No, they just... <laughs> they, all, they, they all stay in their hotel rooms, and they astral project into the lobby. Um, no, but it's kind of like uh, it's like a uh, like Mardi Gras where they give you different beads for different things That's that you've done. So, funny. <laughs> so if you're so a believer, funny. you get like a blue wristband. Okay, if you've had nice. an experience, you get like a red one or something. Okay. And if you're just a doctor, you get like a name tag. There's as a so doctor. many doctors there. there. <laughs> yeah, imagine being called just a doctor in a room of- <laughs> in a room full of people who are like, I just saw aliens. I saw God. <laughs> and you don't even get a wristband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds like you know a, a Zoom meeting. Um, but like your internet goes out and you're like, I guess I'll just <laughs> go to their house and <laughs> project bit, yeah. all the way there. No, it's, kind, them flying. it's like a zoom call. If like your connection is awful, but theirs is fine. So you can hear them, but they can't hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, if you got, uh, uh, <laughs> Hey, if you guys could astro project, where would you go hmm, right now? Uh, I'd go to the ladies locker room. Oh. I don't think there's any women in locker rooms right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is the one period of time. Look outside. Look <laughs> outside. <laughs> Not there. <laughs> They're just tumbleweeds out there, man. They're all wearing masks. Um, I feel like if I had to, Spent if the week I could, joke. yeah, <laughs> it's written on my palm and it's sweating down my forearm. I, if I could astral project anywhere, I feel like I'd astral project to like the moon or something. I wouldn't want to be on Earth, right? Mm-hmm. I can go anywhere on Earth manually if need be. I, mean, I can. So, you know, I'm not trying to brag, but sure, the moon. You're a pretty fast runner. <laughs> I'm such a fast runner. I've mm-hmm. been to Indonesia three times. Yeah, you could run mm-hmm. to the next county. Good. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm back. Very so impressive. I did it. Very good bit. Lexi, Thanks. where would you go? Tony Hawk's house. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh. so funny. You get a French kiss um, He is there. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, I told you the story, Lexi. In high school, we had a... Um, Wait, we're a, not going to elaborate? No, no, no. No, let me get, let me get there. Let get there. This say. is a tangent. Um, in high school, um, uh, we were playing like uh, like how well do you know your friend's game in theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one guy, uh, his friend was asked, where would Mason take uh, a girl on his dream date? And Pete said, I don't know, Olive Garden? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Mason had to answer and tell the truth, he goes, uh, Kanye West House! <laughs> Kanye West House! Yeah, describe your perfect first date. <laughs> Kanye West, West is there because it's his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> He's scared, okay? We're in love. <laughs> but the date is not with Kanye. No, no, no. Yeah, he's yeah, not, yeah. yeah. He has no impact on it. They just want to go to his house. Yeah. He's the chaperone. <laughs> yeah, he's in the army now. Wow, Kanye West? Yeah, Kanye West. I got a salute to him, everything. you know? Also, I'd just like to point out early that this out-of-body experience... Um, sounds very similar to the Avatar state in <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender. Honestly, you're pretty Lexi, much Lexi, we're right, talking right? about something that I take very seriously mm-hmm. here, I and I would appreciate Avatar if you leave your little kitty seriously. shows out of my okay, radio Zuko program. has growth, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that in every show. Anyway. Continue mm-hmm. with your whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Oh, my God. Um, anyway. Um, it's also known as vertical perception, which mm. means you're perceiving things outside of your body. That makes sense. Um, it sounds like a bunch of mumbo jumbo. You can just keep <laughs> calling it an out-of-body experience, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, one of the most celebrated stories of uh, near-death experiences is the story of Maria, a migrant worker who had an NDE during a cardiac arrest at a hospital in Seattle in 1977. 
She later told her social worker that while doctors were resuscitating her, she found herself floating outside the hospital building and saw a tennis shoe on a third floor window ledge, which she described in some detail. The social worker went to the window Maria had indicated and not only found the shoe, but said that the way it was placed meant there was no way Maria could have seen all the details she described from inside her hospital room. Ooh. So that's that one. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Maria does not go to the convention. Her social worker does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a little camera shy. Um, another case. This one I think is more well known because um, this one I found in a bunch of different sources where they're like, guess what's real? out-of-body experiences. Uh Um, A case with a lot more evidence is that of Pam Reynolds, a (gasps) singer-songwriter. They say that, uh, and then they don't list any of her songs. (laughs) (laughs) They just kept mentioning... I think Pam Reynolds might have written this one, and she's just trying to pitch like her work. Anyway, in 1991, Reynolds, then 35, underwent surgery to remove a huge aneurysm at the base of her brain. Yikes. Worried that the aneurysm might burst and kill her during the operation, her surgeon opted for the radical move of hypothermic cardiac arrest. Yikes. Chilling her body to 30 degrees Fahrenheit, stopping her heart and draining the blood from her head. Yikes. Yeah. The cooling would prevent her cells from dying while deprived of oxygen, and when the doctors restarted her heart and warmed her body back up, she would, in effect, be rebooted. Now, the machines confirmed... (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what the article says. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the way to cure an aneurysm is you gotta turn her on and off again like a modem. Well, in effect, an aneurysm's kind of like drop bars in your Wi-Fi signal. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> you just hold hold her forehead with your thumb and her belly button with your other hand. You get a paper a clip and you stick it in yeah, her ear. Stick it in her ear around. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, Reynolds is rebooted and the machine confirmed that for a number of minutes Reynolds was effectively dead in both brain and and body. Yet after the surgery, she reported having had a powerful near-death experience, um, including out-of-body and accurately recalled several details about what was going on in the operating room, such as the shape of the bone saw used on her skull, snatches of conversations between the medical staff, staff, and the staff listening. Rather inappropriately, she remembered thinking, to Hotel California. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that doesn't seem that inappropriate to me. It's a relaxing song. I don't think. I don't. Think I guess I it is about how maybe that's a bad thing for a life-saving surgery. Yeah, they, they put you into a coma and they're just like, you're never gonna get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can check in, but you can never leave. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. No, but I mean, I challenge her to make a playlist for, for the surgery. Doctors. Yeah, yeah it just how clearly, to save a life over and over and over. Yeah, again. clearly didn't go well either. They tried to freeze her, killed her, and the only reason. She, she probably lived just through sheer spite. spite. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, spite. Yeah, yeah. She hates Hotel California. Yeah, she hates the Eagles so much. <laughs> also, not to not to discredit her because this does sound completely legitimate, mm-hmm. but just the detail of she could correctly identify the shape of the bone saw. I don't know a thing about the models of bone saws, <laughs> but I don't think it was kept a secret beforehand. Yeah. Or that there were that many other shapes of bone saws. Well, I think they put you out before like the the tools get there. Hopefully. Otherwise, God. it's scary. Can That'd you imagine so if like you're just laying down and people pull out like a hacksaw? I've never gone to surgery. Have either of you guys gotten like surgeries where you had to be? Put I had my under? teeth taken out. Whoa. I had a couple teeth taken out too. I had Me eight. too, but not with oh, surgery. Oh God! At the same time, my mouth was too small, so I had to get my all four of my wisdom teeth and all four of my second molars. Buddy, I'm so sorry. How old were you? How old are you when you're a sophomore in high school? Hey, we had this 15. conversation earlier. I think, yeah, probably 15. Like 29. Okay, nice. Yeah, 29 <laughs> years old. Yeah, I don't know, 18. 
Um, have you ever had any surgeries where you had to be put under? Or no, I was extremely disappointed not to be put under when I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Oh, yikes. I basically just took a hammer to it and uh, called it a day. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you don't have insurance. I still have my wisdom teeth. I'm kind of scared. Is it, is it like a bad, um, bad Garrett, teeth? We, it depends. we didn't tell you this, but no. we're actually doing a surprise Oh, my God. Surprise surgery. Wait, we're in Kanye West's house. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. No, the reason I didn't get my taken out is because they were growing in sideways. Oh, God. Like, they weren't growing up. They were growing into my mouth towards my tongue. Yikes. Whoa. That's bad news. Quirky. Yeah, I'm just. I'm not like so other girls. I'm not like other mouths. <laughs> monster mouth. <laughs> That's so funny. They called me monster mouth. <laughs> Imagine. I thought when when she was going to say something inappropriate about the doctors, I thought they would have been chit chatting about her. Yeah, just calling her, making fun of her her outfit. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're like, what an idiot. She wore a nurse's gown. <laughs> the outfit they put her in. <laughs> she, she stole from a nurse. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad. It, I mean, it doesn't seem very inappropriate to whistle Hotel California. I think that's all I'm taking away from this. Is that Hotel California? That's yeah. the only like detail that like she ever mentions in interviews. But it like, was, but it was accurate. I the knew the, yeah, they were absolutely listening to Hotel California. Plus, this was 1991. That's incredibly popular. Mm-hmm. You know, she's probably just like a mm-hmm. like a, a music elitist. Mm-hmm. That's that so. Hates, hates oh, that's, to yeah. She's upset music. they're not listening to her songs because she's uh, a, yeah. she's a writer. She is a music writer. She sent them her demo, and she was like, "If I go, I want to go out to this." Threw it in the trash. <laughs> and they threw a mix in the trash. Her. The yeah. Eagles again. That's so funny. Yeah, no, there was no reason for them to temporarily kill her. They just hated <laughs> their music so much. That's so funny. Um, all right, uh, we're gonna play a quick promo for the station, real quick, and when we come back, we're gonna have another near-death experience story. I'm Rob Rourke, and I'm Quad D. Tune in every Friday night from 7 to 8 p.m. Central on kzsm.org for We the People. You can hear what's happening at the local and regional level from San Marcos, Texas. Every week we share how you can get involved to make a positive difference in your community. Think liberty. Think local. Make a difference. Listen Listen to to We we the the People. All righty, welcome back. If you're just joining us, you are listening to Swamp Ass Uggos on KZSM.org from the heart of San Marcos, Texas. Deep in the heart of Texas. True community radio. Mm-mm-mm. So we've been talking a lot today about uh, out-of-body experiences and near-death experiences. Uh, today, Jordan and I are joined by Garrett Buss, who happens to have a little story of his own. Resident near-death experience. That's very true. That's mm-hmm. very true. I had a near-death experience a while ago. Um... So whenever I was also, funnily enough, not making this up, a sophomore in high school, <laughs> I was a sophomore in high school, I had gotten my first car ever, which was a Ford Ranger, it was a small little truck, and uh, I think this was the second week that I had it, and I was driving to work, uh, I worked at a glass blowing shop back mm-hmm. in high school, and you had to wake up at like 6am to go there, and it was, I think it was on a Saturday, I was very tired because I didn't set my alarm right, so I got called by my boss saying, hey, you're late, you need to come into work at like 6.30, so... I wake up, right, I grab some coffee, I get in my car, and I start driving. And uh, I'm driving down a road in the town that I grew up in, Magnolia, and I, I am driving 60 miles an hour on this road. There's nobody on the roads, right? It rained the night before, so the roads are still kind of slick, but there's just nobody out, really. Yeah. Um, I'm driving, I set my uh, cruise control to 60, just sitting, you know, it's a cold day, I turn on the heater, right, I'm getting mm-hmm. kind of warm, getting kind of fuzzy, feeling cozy. good, you know, feel, feeling nice, I'm like, hey... I'm pretty tired. Like, <laughs> let's let's take that nap part dose, okay? Let's, let's see if cruise control can really live up to its name. Hey, cruise oh, control, more like snooze control. That's right? what I'm talking about. Give it up. About. Give it up. A, mm. That's what. Yeah, we did a high five. Um, 
and I uh, put on cruise control, put on the heater, and then I fell asleep, right? Fell asleep for a little bit. Um, I'm pretty sure I was only asleep for, you know, all in all, maybe seven seconds, eight <laughs> seconds. It doesn't take a long time for things to go drastically bad when you're driving a car. But I fell asleep, and I uh, my car veered to the right of the road. It veered off of, like, the – into, like, the, the little bit of the dirt of, like, the gutter, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, my car started, like, shaking around, as a car does. And I woke up, and I was like, oh, this is bad. What should I do? So I twisted the steering wheel to the left as hard as I possibly could. Spun it to the left and then tried to overcorrect, right? Spun mm. it to the right. And then my car just started like flipping. It just started like tumbling like real fast. And I was like, uh oh. So I'm spinning in this car. It flies into a bunch of pine trees. There's a lot of pine trees around Magnolia, Texas. You should check it out. No, thank you. Um, yeah, well, I, I really showed it to them. Okay? I, there, there used to be pine trees. There used to be. There used to be four pine trees. And my car got rid of that, dude. Um, and so my car ended up like flipping and, and like kind of bouncing off the ground a little bit in like a not cool way and uh landed stuck up in these pine trees probably like 25 feet in the air i right? don't think it was 25 i think i can show you the pictures actually okay you know, so we'll, it's, on, we'll show, we'll, yeah, it's we'll, a long time ago it, either way it, much too high we can post it much too high after. for a little boy yeah. right mm-hmm. so um it flies at, it can't be 25 feet right there's no it's gotta i'm be, telling you there's not 20 yeah okay, we'll talk about this later. i think maybe 10 feet how tall is a basketball goal it feels like basketball goal so anyway size. so your car stuck in the trees it's high right higher than me taller than i and that's all i measure things by uh-huh um so car flips up in the pine trees uh, i'm stuck right i'm like oh this isn't good mm-hmm. the way that my car is stuck it is uh the roof of the truck stuck into the trees first right yeah. so where i'm sitting in my driver's seat to the left of me is the ground you can see the ground a little bit underneath me yeah. um and then to the right of me is the sky where the passenger door is right mm-hmm. and so i'm like laying there with my head like pushed against the glass and my coffee's everywhere right it's like all over my face it's all <laughs> oh, over no, the glass and that's the worst part of the story <laughs> um and so i'm laying there i'm like man this freaking sucks so my phone's also dead mm-hmm. so i'm scared because i'm sure that my like car's gonna explode because that's kind of what i've been taught to believe about car accidents right so i'm like just in a matter of time baby so i'm real freaked out bunch of adrenaline or whatever I'm like, I have to get out, but I can't get out through the driver's side door because it's like completely like surrounded by parts and bits and branches of pine trees. The, yeah. the passenger side door, the one that's higher up, closer Facing to the, the sky, sky, it's a lot more open, yeah. right? So I'm like, here we go. I climb up my seats. I open up the passenger door. They're a lot heavier when they're sideways. Mm-hmm. And uh, I pick it up. I climb down. I climb, uh, like, shimmy across the side of the bed and then just kind of, like, get down through the pine trees, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I get on the ground. Now, for I guess there's no cars on the road before this, but afwards there's like tons of cars driving on this road, right? Everyone's like, "What's going on <laughs> over here?" <laughs> Tell me what's happening. In the hour you've been unconscious. Yeah, I, well, so I <laughs> It I, wasn't 7 seconds, it was 7 years. Oh, and I had a long beard. <laughs> I was finally a sophomore in college. <laughs> um so I get out of the car, right? I'm trying to wave down somebody because I think I'm 15 at this time. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to like wave somebody down to like help me out, right? I don't know why I said my age. <laughs> like if I was old, I could just pick up the car and flip it or something. But um, so I'm trying to wave people down, trying to wave, mm-hmm. wave cars down. And everybody just keeps passing me. People keep passing me over and over again, right? And cars just kind of keep going. And the people aren't even looking. Like there's clearly a car that's stuck in these trees. And there's like a kid walking around and no one's stopping. And I... You could see the situation as like a like the opposite of the Good Samaritan kind of. <laughs> like, they're all bad Samaritans. They're, bad. they're just Samaritans. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, for some reason, I guess it was one of those things where everybody was like, "I'm sure that's handled. I'm sure that's <laughs> fine, right?" So people keep driving. Eventually, 
it feels like an hour is probably like 15 minutes. Uh, I want to wave people down even more. So I start to just like stand in the road because I'm like, well, they won't hit me. Mm -hmm. So I'm like waving and waving and the people just slightly swerve around me and just keep going, right? And so lots and lots of cars go by. I'm like freaking out because it's the first car accident I've ever been in, first like close to death experience I've ever been in. And so I'm like, this is, this is crazy. This is bizarre. Why are people not like paying attention to me? Why are people not like pulling over and helping out with the car? And then I walk back to my car and I look underneath the, the reason why I know that the car is taller than me is because I was able to, to get look underneath up. it. Yeah. yeah. So I get underneath the car and I look up at the driver's side seat and not a bit at all. I see myself laying asleep. Like I don't look dead. But I look unconscious. Like, there's coffee on the window. My face right. is pressed on the window. I'm wearing the same clothes that I was wearing that day. And I like I see this and I'm sure this must have just been like now the way that I figure it out is I say it's got to be like an adrenaline fueled hallucination or something. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into what it might be. We'll get into what it might be. I was really freaked out. Right. And I was very like scared and kooky. Mm -hmm. And also at the time I wanted to be a youth pastor really bad. So I was pretty sure I died. <laughs> and this was like purgatory. I was like, I guess maybe I'm like a ghost now. Am I a ghost? Did you think for a second you could be the first ghost pastor? Oh, that kick <laughs> ass. I wish that's what I thought. That'd be so cool. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Ghost pastor. <laughs> that could be a, you know, a sketch idea. Um, so I, Saw my, I saw my like face and my body kind of slumped against the driver's side window, mm -hmm. and I was like freaking out. I was like, I think I'm dead. I think I'm like a ghost. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't think angel, which I guess shows a little bit on what I think is going to happen whenever I die. That's so funny. Um, but so I'm kind of freaking out, right? I'm like, this is kind of weird. I don't. I'm at this point. I'm very tired of like waving down cars. Mm -hmm. So I'm just looking at myself. I'm just like staring, and. I, I remember specifically, it doesn't look like I'm dead. It looks like I'm asleep because since there's so much coffee on the window, it looks like, yeah, it looks like coffee's like kind of moving where my mouth and my nose are. You're just thirsty. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a little thirsty boy. And uh, I was like really freaked out. I was like, this is this is horrible. This is terrible. Mm -hmm. And then a, while this has been going on, while I've been staring up at this, at what I see of myself, um, a suburban mom has finally, luckily stopped and seen the car accident and got out of her car and came up mm -hmm. behind me. And uh, she was like a shorter, you know, probably mid-50s Southern mom with one of those big hairdos, like the big, lots of highlights and stuff. Yeah. And she was wearing a black sweater, which I turned Did around. I, 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 I thought she was a Grim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> and it's embarrassing to say now, but like, I mean, if the Grim Reaper was a Southern mom, that'd be like a twist, right? That'd be kind of nice. Kinda nice. Mm -hmm. She'd have a, a kind heart. Mm -hmm. She might say some slurs, but it's the Grim <laughs> Reaper. What are you going to do? Um, so I, I turned around and I like saw her and she was kind of talking to me. And I wasn't listening to anything that she was saying, which is rude. As you do with all women. With, I do with all, <laughs> especially if they're ghosts. Yep, yep, yep. Women be shopping. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a ghost. Don't you see broad? <laughs> I just spit in her face. Um, I, you're like, oh no, the grim reaper. She's like, scary boss. I told you to clean your room. <laughs> it's my mom. God. I, uh, so I turn around. I think she's the grim reaper, right? I, uh, she kind of like walks me over to where her car is, where her phone is. I mm -hmm. end up calling an ambulance, call the cops or, or not an ambulance, I just call the general cops mm -hmm. and like 30 tow trucks show up immediately. The tow trucks come before they, they all sounded does. excited because it's like, Oh, car stuck like, in a tree. Ooga. It's Magnolia. Not a lot of people get in car accidents yeah. or like, there's just not a lot of people living there. So well, that's excited. why you didn't call the ambulance because the cops, ambulance and firefighters are all the same department <laughs> exactly, in Magnolia. Exactly. It's just one guy. His name's Dave. And honestly, he could be better. Okay? <laughs> no one could pass the EMT test but everybody and their mothers <laughs> 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 in magnolia 
And so a bunch of tow trucks show up. Uh, I an ambulance ends up showing up, and mm-hmm. all they do is they prick my finger. Um, and I don't know what that proved. But did you did you tell them like what happened? Hey, can you check my body? Well, that's the thing. So they're they're asking me questions about stuff. They're like, did you get a concussion? And I'm like, well, you could say that. Like I'm trying to skirt around the issue that I'm still pretty sure I'm a ghost. <laughs> Fish, fishing for more questions it's definitely not on the paper that they <laughs> exactly have to ask you. it's like i don't know what they would even do you know and so <laughs> i pricked your finger you were like I, I i think i think i might be a ghost and they're like now you're gonna diabetic check, <laughs> we're gonna check if you have diabetes <laughs> 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 gonna check your blood sugar. so i uh i'm in this ambulance i'm talking to a bunch of people tow trucks show up um while this is going on I'm I'm like very nervous that they're gonna see my body in the car and like the jig's gonna be up like they're gonna they're gonna catch me <laughs> like you something. got caught doing something. I mean, wrong. look at Ghostbusters; they don't treat those guys good at all. Okay? You're so right. They put them in boxes and oh. don't even let them eat hot dogs. God, they bust them. They bust their butts. Dude. So you're afraid of being busted? I was afraid of getting busted because I was a freaking mm-hmm. ghost now. Um, but so I remember being like very like worried that other people were gonna see me in the car and like what that meant. And uh, a tow truck flips the car. And I remember, like, specifically just being like, hey, careful, careful. There's a – just, just, just be careful. And they flip the car. I was not in there, right? There's nobody in there except for, like, a bunch of spilled coffee. Yeah. But weird thing, very strange thing that I still can't explain. On the window, shit you not, on the window where the coffee was – on, there's like the border. There was like a little bit of a. You remember my Texas, the Ford Ranger? Yep. Yeah, it didn't have back seats. Yep. It didn't have back seats at all. It had those little mm-hmm. shitty airplane seats. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the side, the side, like where right where the window meets the door on the mm-hmm. inside, right? It's not really yeah. the armrest, but it's above that. Mm-hmm. That is fabric. It's like a gray kind of fabric material. Mm-hmm. And right there on the right side, so closer to the air vent on the driver's side door, mm-hmm. there's coffee stains everywhere. But on the left side, there's just not, which doesn't really make sense if. The coffee spilled whenever Everywhere. I first flipped. Mm-hmm. But if I was laying down against the window, obviously no coffee would have gotten soaked. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm painting this mental picture. No, it makes sense. There was there was a Garrett-shaped spot there was in a the Garrett coffee. Shapes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where your body would have absorbed where the, as your the body that I saw. But the bot, me, Garrett, who climbed out of the passenger was seat, was totally... I don't think I had any coffee on me. Not that I remember. I mean, he, he did pee his pants, but other I mean, than there that, was shit <laughs> everywhere. Okay, but that's just what happens when you're ghost. Um, yeah, so that happened. I remember, I think that's one of the things that, like, kind of led me to, I don't know, eventually. The man you are today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've become, quit being Your a fear pastor. fear of hell. Because well, I was like, if I can get tricked that easy, if I can, <laughs> one little car accident, and I'm like, oh, I'm a good. What's really funny is that that happened, and you have not become a better driver. <laughs> I was not just about all, to say that. Bit, you said it changed your life, and mm-hmm. in my head, I just went. No, it didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it did well, not. It, it didn't change any of the behaviors like falling asleep while driving. I gotta get my naps in. Okay, <laughs> I just simply gotta. Uh, the, the strangest part to me about that is mm-hmm. that um, your car was stuck in trees ten feet in the air, mm-hmm. and you decided to stand right underneath, underneath it. it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a bad call and now. Stare it's a horrible straight up. call now. It's very bad. Yeah, it couldn't have been twenty-five feet. I'm trying to think of the number. Well, because then how would you have gotten down? Yeah, I climbed down the side of the pine trees. Pine trees are very easy to climb. Honestly, I think it might have been close to where the banister is right there. We're, we're, so we're an the, audio-only show. Oh, yeah, you're so right. It is. An For our listeners at home, the banisters are it's 100 like, feet away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like a, tall, a little bit taller, maybe two feet taller than a door frame. And that was the That'd be like ten that was, that that was the closest part. Yeah, probably ten, twelve feet. That was the closest part where the window was that okay. I was pressing. Interesting. Okay. And then the width of the car, mm-hmm. the truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> it's okay this time. All right. Um, yeah, so that's that's the best experience that I have. Unfortunately, 
I didn't get to like you know fly around or like listen to Hotel you didn't do California. Any, any cool ghost things? <laughs> Anything badass? You at wasted all. your time trying to get yeah. Get I just help freaked out and thought that a body. southern mom was the Grim Reaper. <laughs> I really wasted my fucking time, <laughs> dude. I just started running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just. Um. So, as I mentioned earlier, there's uh, the the out-of-body experiencers mm-hmm. that, um, you know, all get together and talk about it. Absolutely. One of them, his name is uh, Dr. Bruce Grayson, who is a professor and psychiatrist, developed a scale to measure the depth of an individual's near-death experience. Whoa. And it's a list of questions, and uh, every answer has a different point value, and depending on your point value, it tells you how Close you were it to... quantifies the phenomenon. <laughs> okay. Um, and Garrett, I have this test in front of me, Can't and I would like it. to take this test with you. Anytime, anytime. Okay. So question one. Did time seem to speed up or slow down? No. Time seemed to go faster or slower than usual, or everything seemed to be happening at once, or time stopped or lost all meaning? Uh, a little bit of the last one. because So um, whenever I flipped the car, I mm-hmm. think it might have just beca- been because I was asleep and woke up to a car freaking out on the road yeah. and spinning around. That felt like a very long time that felt mm-hmm. like it was going very slow. but then everything else went um as soon as the car started flipping i remember it rolling like six or seven times and that mm-hmm. was very very fast because the whole car like the interior cab just went completely dark over yeah. and, and would get bright and then dark and bright so that went very fast um the uh, original crashing of the car took a very slow amount of time and once again whenever i was waving down people on the street that felt like probably about three hours. it felt so long it felt yeah. crazy crazy so long. time had no meaning for you yeah felt felt okay. very 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 long uh, question two: Were your thoughts sped up? This says speeded up. That has to be a typo. Um, no, faster than usual, or incredibly fast. I feel like just. I mean, I was thinking probably as fast as I'd normally think, okay. which I hope is. Well, that's not saying a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, question three: Did scenes from your past come back to you? No, I remembered many past events, or my past flashed before me out of my control. Uh, no, I didn't get any flashbacks at all. Gotcha. You, None, you have uh, no happy memories or regrets. <laughs> I am hollow and worth nothing. Garrett had no happy memories. I was supposed to have my my like flashback, and they just said nope. <laughs> big big capital. Just letters. all the girls I rejected you in middle school. <laughs> Every single time. It was one. You know. <laughs> just a, a montage and over and over. <laughs> a montage of time after time, but you're it's having the worst time of your funny. life. That's so funny. Question four. Did you sudden? <laughs> did you suddenly seem to understand everything? No, everything about myself or everything about the universe. I okay. So so now as twenty two year old Garrett, I make it like a big like goof and a joke about mm-hmm. how I thought that I was close. Yeah. I thought that I was yeah. dead. In in reality, I was very very sure and very certain that I was dead. Okay. Would you um, say that's about yourself or the universe? Probably about myself, I guess. Uh, did you have a feeling of peace or pleasantness? Not even a little no. bit. No. Nope, <laughs> okay. nope, hard no. That hard no that on one. that one. <laughs> All right. Um, well, is this the same one? Did you have a feeling of joy? Huh? No, probably not. Probably <laughs> <laughs> not. Question seven. Did you feel a sense of harmony or unity with the universe? Mm-mm. Nope, not even a little bit. Question eight. Would you have if you had been able to drink some of that coffee? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't let me astral project till I've had my morning coffee. <laughs> Um, question eight. Did you see or feel surrounded by a brilliant light? A brilliant light. Uh, no. Okay. No light whatsoever. 
Uh, Man, I feel lame. All these questions. <laughs> you know, I want to see like an awesome light and have my brain move super fast. Yeah, that been We're cool. gonna have Jerry Springer come out here and just go, Garrett, you are a liar. <laughs> <laughs> um, were your senses more vivid than usual? No, more vivid or incredibly vivid. Uh, it's tough to tell now. My memory of it's super vivid just because I've been remembering it. I'll put for, incredibly. You know, for, for a while. You say you'll put incredible? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. <laughs> uh, question 10. Did you seem to be aware of things going on elsewhere as if by extrasensory perception, also known as ESP? No. Yes, but the facts have not been checked out. Or yes, and the facts have been checked out. Interesting. Does the like phenomena of seeing myself in the car count as that? No. Or does it not? Okay, yeah. Then no. Okay. Now, if you talked about, like, uh, you knew that, like, what was in that lady's car without being yeah, there. Yeah, no, I did not, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, did scenes from the future come to you? God, I feel so fucking lame now. Well, I thought there, this was a fun story. No, I, I think there's a lot of different ways you can experience an out-of-body Yeah, there's experience. a lot of different so th- there, phenomena there, it's, it. This is a really wide range. I yeah. wouldn't feel too bad. No, no. Don't not do, not don't yet. Too bad. I'll put a no then. Yeah. Um, oh, here we go. Did you feel separated from your body? No, I lost awareness, or I clearly left my body and existed outside of it. Absolutely, that last one. Okay. That's the um, one that matters, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, that is thank the one you. that matters. Uh, question 13. Did you seem to enter some other unearthly world? No, some unfamiliar and strange place, or a clearly mystical and unearthly realm? Uh, now, I know Magnolia is a strange <laughs> little town. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it wasn't that mystical. That's Honestly, I remember being a little disappointed because I was like, if this is what death's about, like, this is what's all the hullabaloo? <laughs> like, I don't want this to be it. Okay. Um, <laughs> did you seem to encounter a mystical being or presence or hear an unidentifiable voice? I mean, her name ended up being Kathy. <laughs> you know what? I, I, it's unconfirmed if she is a Grim Reaper. She might be. I'll put a no. Unconfirmed. The facts have not been checked out. <laughs> yeah. Did you see deceased or religious spirits no i sense them i actually saw them uh yeah no probably okay. not really let me down garrett i'm sorry man i'm <laughs> sorry next time i'll go to the future i promise <laughs> next time i'll try as hard as i can actually i'll flip my car right now <laughs> promise yeah check do it, it out. yeah do a sick ollie in the parking lot <laughs> so with, your, with your with your with my your hyundai, hyundai santa fe <laughs> yeah. uh did you come to a border or point of no return I no, I came to a definite consciousness decision to return to life, or I came to a barrier that I was not permitted to cross mm. and was sent back against my will. Was this at the county line? Mm. It was in the valley. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, I think, I don't know. I, I realized that I wasn't like a ghost and dead once they like fully towed the car and I saw that there was no body in there. So mm. I don't think I ever really like crossed over or did any kind of, gotcha. you know, neat heaven stuff. Okay, let me do the math real quick. Ooh, done. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so a score of seven or higher is considered a near-death experience for research purposes. Mm-hmm. And Garrett, you scored a seven exactly. <gasps> so that means that this is a case that the International Association for Near-Death Studies, established 1981, <laughs> would investigate. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Now, as we talk about um, near-death experiences and things of the macabre, mm. I would like to uh, remind everyone that the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of your host or of my guest and do not reflect those of KZSM Radio or its governing body, SMTXCRA. So when Garrett says that death is a little old southern lady, that is solely his opinion. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. It's going to be yours one day. Okay. Yeah. She's coming for all of us. Oh, yeah, she had the southern hair. She also had a bone face. I shouldn't have mentioned that, right? Her face was bone. She had no flesh bone on her, on her body. Bones. Hey, oh, bone for face. 
Garrett 15 can't come up with a good insult. <laughs> insult bones for face. Hey, bones hey, for hey, face. Hey, monster mouth. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, all right. Uh, Wait, if you're 15, you shouldn't have legally been able to drive. He also shouldn't no, have I legally was, allowed to work. I had a learner's permit. And my parents were very lax about <laughs> it. <laughs> also, you should have been able to work at a glass shop. Didn't yeah, you I started working there as 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's bad news. Magnolia is a fucking Wild West, baby. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, we're going to uh, have a quick uh, station ID, then we'll be right back. Um, all right, this one's actually for the show, so Lexi, if you'll join me. Uh, I'm Jordan. And I'm Lexi. And we're the hosts of the brand new KZSM show, Swamp Gas Uggos. Join us every week as we dive into the swamps of reality and discuss cryptids, ghosts, UFOs, and everything else that goes bump in the night. I believe. And I'm scared. And you'll catch us every Sunday at 10 p.m. here on KZSM.org. Nice. And that was at 10.40, so I can, <laughs> I, we can edit it out <laughs> in the recording. Um, that's crazy, though. Yeah. Everything that you've experienced. Well, well I guess not everything, because we learned that there's a lot of yeah, other the, things. I mean, I really... My standards I'm going really to bully you for your yeah, astral projection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine all the like astral projection jocks that are like, look at this loser. Well, that's one thing. When you said that it was a conference, there's got to be like some kind of posturing, right? Where oh, some kind of hierarchy? Like, yeah, they're just like, mm-hmm. oh, yes, you only went to the future? Mm, I saw a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I met Buddha. <laughs> oh. You went to Kanye West's house? I went to his house tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> He's not there. Um, no, but um, out-of-body experiences are not just like paranormal mumbo-jumbo like everything else I believe in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an actual scientific phenomena. That has been investigated by psychologists, neurosurgeons, every which way from yeah, but, yeah. But how are they qualified? <laughs> They're doctors, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, but yeah, okay. by whose standards? Yeah, by <laughs> <Texas> State University. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who made who made their president? LBJ. <laughs> no, but by um, the powers vested in Lyndon B. Johnson. One of one of the possible theories that they have for it is something that I think might apply to your case, Garrett. Mm-hmm. Um, and in your brain, there's something called the temporoparietal junction, and that is the integrator of all of your body's data and assembles your perceptions of reality. Mm-hmm. Now, if this gets shaken loose, who knows what you'll see, because it takes all of your senses and it helps construct how your brain processes information. Mm-hmm. Everything you perceive is kind of fake, really. It's, yeah. it's all made up. It's all yeah. bullshit. Um, so if you were in a car accident mm-hmm. and had your face smashed against a window, <laughs> it's possible it could have gotten shaken loose. Mm-hmm. And you would project where you know your body to be and see it there when you look up. Yeah. That is possible. Absolutely. From a science, from some quacks perspective. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't trust him. Yeah, no. I mentioned Buddha. Um, uh, astral projecting is in uh, Buddhism. Oh, that nice. is something that their monks so believe in. So it is in Avatar The Last Airbender, right? Yeah, Which no, has a lot of Buddhism overlap, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It all sounds like things that can be practiced. Mm-hmm. Um, through meditation. Through meditation, yeah. Through um, drinking herbal teas. Yerba mate? Guys, a, our sponsor for today is Yerba mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a minute, I thought you were doing a, a yo mama joke, but with yerba mate. <laughs> <laughs> yerba mate is so fat. <laughs> How fat is she? <laughs> she does a bit down the throat. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Dude, this is a family show. <laughs> You're so right. Whoa, what family? My, my <laughs> what kids are watching. Her family's listening to this schlock. Shout out to my mom. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Dolores. How's hey, how's it going, going Dolores? Um, Don't you dare Dolores. talk to my mom. Hey, Dolores, this one's for you. <laughs> Have you tried Yerba Mate? <laughs> 
supposed mom, to go. Mom, it's a trap. Please don't. Uh, take this bottle. Y'all ever had a, a bottle of yerba mate? No. <laughs> That'll give you an out-of-body experience. You'll never forget. That's so true. Mm-hmm. It kills you. Yeah, if only Buddhists believe in profit. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> They'd be too powerful. <laughs> such, such serenity. Mm. Um, I want to wrap up our, our, our show with, with this last little uh, bit of research I did. Um, so in uh, the 1970s, uh, United States intelligence sources believe that the Soviet Union was spending six hundred or sixty million dollars annually on psychotronic research. Uh, in response to claims that the Soviet program had produced results, the CIA initiated funding for a new program known as Scanate, Scan by Coordinate, in the same year, uh, where they would take astral projecting and use it to try to spy on the Soviets. Whoa! It was called Project Stargate. That kicks oh, that's ass. So cool. Isn't that so cool? <laughs> that's a cool name. What a dope name. Uh, I, I wish um, uh, the guy who, uh, I wish the guy, who plays Jean-Luc Picard? Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. I wish, I wish. Let me say it. Okay. You, hey, you hey, can hey, say it back home, buddy. Hey, who, who um, plays uh, Captain John? I forgot the name. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the name. <laughs> I wish he could read that just like the intro to, uh, to Star Trek. To Star Trek. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, cause that honestly sounds like a TV show. Like it sounds like a pilot to a show. Mm-hmm. Well, actually it is. Um, do you guys know the movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats? Yeah. It's about this. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. So George Clooney, staring at goats. Oh staring at goats. Mm-hmm. And the goats are Russians. Yeah. What uh, are we going to gain from Russian goats? Uh, everything and nothing to uh, lose. That sweet, sweet, uh, goat milk. Ooh. I don't like the way Garrett's looking at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> goat's blood tastes better than yerba mate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't think that's a flavor of Herba Mata. It's goat's <laughs> blood. <laughs> blood. Um, no, but one of the project's uh, claimed successes was the location of a lost Soviet spy plane in 1976 by Rosemary Smith, a young administrative assistant recruited by the project director, Dale Grah. Hmm. He's the guy that made Kravma, right? <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> it's funny. Boo! <laughs> I'll take what I can get, honestly. Oh, man. Uh, uh, we made fun of Israelis on the last show. Yikes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? Um, I don't and, think and we did. No, we did. We definitely did. You specifically. I think you. Um, no. No, 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 no. You specifically. Um, Roll the tape. <laughs> and one of the most famous, um, one of the most famous, like, uh, um, uh, 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 remote viewers that they had for, for their research was this Israeli guy who would bend spoons on live TV. Whoa. And then the CIA is like, we need this guy. We need him as an agent. <laughs> Russia's economy is based on spoons, right? <laughs> Unbent spoons. If you can bend them, the whole system crumbles. <laughs> down. That's how we got down the Berlin Wall, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely right. All those mind powers. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Ronald Reagan could do. Mm-hmm. That's why he lost all four of speech <laughs> towards the end of his career is because he spent all of his time in Russia. <laughs> Just like focusing. Well, okay, well, Russia didn't end up nuking America, so maybe it worked, right? Because he used his mind powers. Maybe Reagan... And then, and Reaganomics then he, was no good, but Reagan telepathetics. That's not the word. It was <laughs> not telepathetic. Word. Telepathetic. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You're <laughs> <laughs> Reagan's just crying. Okay, so when you're saying they're astral projecting mm-hmm. to gain intelligence from Russia, yes. when they're doing that, is it a physical manifestation? Like, like what I'm picturing is they astral project mm-hmm. elsewhere. Yes. And they're flipping. Are they flipping through like books, or are they like they trying can't to interact with things? Okay. It's it's it so. would really just be like having like um like a microphone in a meeting. Okay. Yeah, so you're they're, a their bug. ghost would be there. Right. Essentially. Yeah, you're a bug. <laughs> you're a, you're a 
goddamn bug. You're a little creepy crawly, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I could be a fly on the wall and you just astral project to rush um, they do that in Stranger Things. That's what uh, that was in reference to when when they have Eleven's like scenes in season one where she's like spying on the Russians. Mm-hmm. That's what this was based off of. That's so strange. Yeah. Ender Things. Ender Things. Ender Ender Stargates. Ender Stargates. <laughs> Ender Stargates. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fun. I mean, it, it's interesting to know. Okay, so did did you find out if they're still doing that? Like... No, the project was discontinued in 1990. Damn. After spending 20 million dollars a year on it. Wow. We could have had healthcare. We could have had healthcare. That's so funny. When did it start? It started in the 80s. Uh, 1970. 70. So 70 to 90. What? That's like 20 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um. Damn. Uh, yeah, we have a history of spending <laughs> exorbitant amounts of money on things that, that aren't healthcare. Are, yeah. That aren't healthcare, yeah. That aren't also just effective. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I, I don't know the, the the breadth or the scope of the research that they did, mm-hmm. but we also spent, um, I think, billions of dollars. <gasps> on what? Uh, U.S. American dollars. On what? On uh, research and um, what's it called? defense mm-hmm. no on on interrogation for for terrorists oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah that was completely yeah. that was completely ineffective no this was after because they, they hired a bunch of like hack psychiatrists that were like yeah we like have tortured thousands of guys yeah <laughs> they're it, all reality, like wearing fake mustaches <laughs> yeah. yeah and so that, that's that's where waterboarding came from mm-hmm. and um coincidentally they got zero information waterboarding yeah, even though they waterboard over two all of people. their all of their techniques have been proven to be completely ineffective yeah um, um, what a bunch of jerks! Yeah. I'll say that on air. I want my tax dollars to be spent on cooler things. Well, okay, like Reagan. Perks. Reagan about, like, did something pretty fucking Star cool. Wars. Star Wars. Well, no, right? Star. Okay, so um, yeah, Star Wars was going to be a bunch of giant space lasers. Yeah. Um, but when that almost uh, <laughs> bankrupted the country, um, <laughs> dude, it, Reagan was such an idiot. <laughs> 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 he was the smartest one of the countries I'd be, and that's not a good sign. You don't want that. Well, his, his, he had a, he had oatmeal for brains. He had big bag of oatful um, brain. No, um, we cinnamon. No, the reason the reason that we won is because we bankrolled the or we, we bankrupted the Soviets before we got bankrupted. Yeah. by like the skin of our teeth. Monopoly. Yeah, um, but, but, but since then, there's been <laughs> there's been like a historical rewrite where people are like, oh no, Star Wars was never going to happen. It was all a lie to trick the Soviets. That's so funny. Not true. Okay, and there was also another thing that I've heard That's about, space uh, like mm-hmm. dropping condoms that were big that said American sized <laughs> over Russia. Have you? Guys heard about I this? have not heard about I that. Swear that's so god. funny. I swear to God. Apparently, that is that fucking. Are you sure that's dude? not yeah. from family? They were gonna guy? be like extra, extra large condoms, but they're gonna say like American-sized condoms, and they're gonna drop it from planes over Russia, so they just be like, "Oh man." I take back <laughs> any. I take back anything bad I've ever said about <laughs> Ronald Reagan. So that sounds awesome. Funny. <laughs> we're just giving them condoms, but they wouldn't fit. Yeah, but. I have- you, can you imagine you could still do that now. America. That's so yeah, you could still do that now. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You, ever just go, you ever just go to H-E-B? <laughs> I, <have> a plane. <laughs> I tried to yes hand that. <laughs> we made in two different... I said, you ever go to H-E-B? And you said, I have a plane. <laughs> <laughs> you could do this to like rival high schools. Oh, yeah. Like Fly was like, uh, this is uh, Humble, Texas high school size condoms. <laughs> Humble Texas size, high school size condoms. Imagine when we're full grown. <laughs> God, oh, no. this is a fourteen-year-old oh, no. kid's dick. He's twenty-eight. It's gonna be huge. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I would like to remind our audience that the opinions expressed in this program are solely those of your host or of my guest and do not reflect those of KZSM Community Radio or its governing body, SMTXCRA. So when Garrett says high schoolers got them big old dongs, oh, God. It is, is only this my legacy? <laughs> what is a legacy? <laughs> Don't start. Don't start. <laughs> Addicted to the shin. Oh. Yeah, third legacy. <laughs> third legacy. <laughs> man. Oh, man, that's pretty good. Okay, so hear me out. If you're astrally projecting, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I didn't even get to the craziest part about uh, oh, hit me with uh, it. Hit, hit Project it. Stargate. What's the craziest part? So remember part? earlier how you said, I would astral project to the moon. Yeah. Um, oh. So the way that they would do experiments was they would get a psychic, mm-hmm. and they would hand them a sealed envelope with coordinates in it, right? Mm-hmm. And they would say, tell me where this is, as like a double-blind way of showing it. And then they would describe it, they would go check it out, and if it matched up, it matched up. Um, okay, so this experiment was in 1984, um, and a sealed envelope was given to the subject immediately prior to the interview. The envelope was not opened until after the interview. In the envelope was a 3 by 5 card with the following information. The planet Mars, time of interest, approximately 1 million years B.C., Whoa. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Oh. Bro, my Apple calendar does not even go that far. <laughs> um, doesn't could, go, it doesn't go to Mars. I <laughs> could not set up that reminder. <laughs> Let me tell you what it sees. Um, he, <laughs> the subject says, uh, I want to say it looks like, uh, I don't know, it sort of looks like uh, it's got an oblique view of a, of a pyramid or a pyramid form. It's very high. It's sitting in a, a large depressed area. Um. And uh, he goes through time, and he sees uh, 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 severe clouds, like dust storms, uh, tearing down pyramids, bringing them back up again. Um, And he sees uh, uh, large flat surfaces, very smooth angles, walls. They're really large, though. I mean, they're megalithic. Uh, So he just sees a bunch of, like, of of architecture, Mm -hmm. really. Like civilization. Yeah, civilizations. And um, he also sees uh, the shadows of people, very tall, thin, but they're only shadows. Like they were there, and now they're not. Mm. Um, and the the CIA operative tells him to go back to a period of time where they were there. Um, and he says, uh, "It's like I get a lot of static on the line and everything. It's it's breaking up all the time. Very fragmentary pieces." Uh, but he keeps seeing very large people. They appear thin and tall, but they're very large, and they're wearing uh, strange robes. Um, let me get let me farther down. He talks about how he. Uh, he interacts with one of them. He has a conversation. Um, I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah, this I'm in is, the middle. This is an official <clears throat> CIA document, by the way. I want to make that clear. Whoa. This is not something I found like on those so like this ketamine is a, this YouTubers. Is a yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is from CIA.gov <laughs> in their library, and so is Operation Stargate. That's where I got all that information. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, I should have saved this. Um, he says they're ancient people. They're they're dying. It's it's past their time. They're looking for a way to survive, and they just can't. They can't find a way to get out. They can't seem to find their way. Uh, so they're hanging on while they, while they, they have people return to them. Um, it's falling. They, they describe the building. It's falling very rapidly, and this group went somewhere, like a long way to find another place to live. Um, and they don't know what happened, what, what caused the planet to be in such, such disarray. But um, that's the end of, of his, his, uh, his experiences. That's... And he also nice. didn't know it was Mars. So they said, hey, look into Mars. He's like, what the hell are these pyramids? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing 
ghost aliens? Wait, Man. so they didn't know the name of the place? They just, like, went yeah, to w- coordinates? So th- yeah, the way that it would work is they would hand the psychic um, a sealed envelope that they wouldn't know where they were going. Mm-hmm. So it would be like, here's, like, the latitude and longitude of, like, Moscow, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, uh, I see a giant building with uh, candy corn roofs. <laughs> um and so this one, this one just said the surface of Mars a million years ago, mm-hmm. oh, and this wow. is what they saw. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I do think they. I, I guess it, it's it's good that they put somewhere completely obscure. Yeah. Because um, them making all that up, mm-hmm. there's no fact checking. Absolutely yeah. zero fact checking. They yeah. just kind of want to know. Yeah. Well, this was supposed to be like a like a like a control basically. Yeah. Where they're like they're not going to see anything. Yeah. yeah. They don't know. But also imagine the envelope is just like not quite opaque enough. So all they see yeah. is Mars and they're like, uh, oh, uh, I, I can, I can make this up. Yeah, I, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> got oh, it. Let me just, mm, all right. Let's like how many years you, ago did it say on the envelope? This was uh, a million years ago. A million years ago. But then a million years ago wasn't long enough for there to be people. So you had to keep going farther back. Oh. Mm-hmm. Man, that sucks. We missed them. But there was <laughs> we're not going to so see we're this guys. close. So close. But there was no Christ on Mars. Oh, so they're so all they're burning <laughs> so in hell. Uh oh. Oopsies. That goes for every planet, <laughs> every single planet except for Earth. Makes me happy to know that on Mars they also uh, enjoy the luxury of robes and pyramids. Yeah. And pyramids. The two things we love and mm-hmm. use the most daily, mm-hmm. every day. Well, he would give yeah, the he daily would, and he every would, day. He would give the guy different like coordinates on Mars. Yeah. Like, once he was there, like, he was, like, six, 80 degrees south, uh, 64 degrees east, and he'd report, like, pyramids. And um, on the thread that I found this on, um, people were, like, looking at, like, Mars coordinates there, and there's, like, weird hills in those areas. Oh. So, you tell me what that means. Interesting. Interesting. They're I like, hope there's alien. I hope there was there aliens was on aliens. Mars. Mm-hmm. I just think that'd be cool. What there was. Yeah. Make a left in a thousand feet. Mm. Do you think aliens oh. can astral project? Redirecting. Okay, <laughs> that's <was> fun. <laughs> we have fun here. Hope so. Some people think that's what UFOs are. Yeah, is they're not aliens. They're like aliens, like projections onto our world, mm. mm-hmm. and they just keep going like, "Yikes! Uh oh! Yeah. No thanks." Yeah. Well, if they existed uh, a million years ago, then we just figured out uh, nothing. Holographic projections. <laughs> yeah. Imagine what they could do. Yeah, we got the internet in the nineties, so that's so eventually. Cool. Yeah, I'd like to see some Martian internet. Okay. Yeah. Should but we- they don't got anime titties. <laughs> Okay. Is the WWW? What is it for Mars? <laughs> yeah, what's I'd like I'd like to be a guest on the the Martian version of KZSM. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's about our time well, that was uh, fun, for man. the show tonight. Thanks for coming on, Garrett. Thanks for having yeah, it's me, been, guys. It's been a pleasure. We missed you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed you guys too. But I'll see you guys in my dreams. Ooh. Anything you want to plug uh, before we close out the show? Literally nothing to plug. Like social, like your Twitter, <laughs> your, yeah. your Facebook. Okay. I have an Instagram. My Instagram is at Garrett Might Be Dead. Very cool. G A R R E T T might be dead. Did you come up with that after you uh, had a car accident? It was dur- in the in that, it was in that, in that in three, three hours where he, he thought he was dead. Well, I'm back. I'm covered in coffee. He was like, well, this is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, must have taken. <laughs> <laughs> What if that was, uh, you thought that's what you changed your handle to, but it was really just, uh, Garrett is alive. That's so funny. And then you were like, I can't log mm, in. I'm like, okay. Delete, 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 delete. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett might be dead. Um, but yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be here next week. Thank you so much for mm-hmm. having Same me. Same as always. Anything you want to say, Alex? 
No? Um, for all our listeners out there, thank you again for listening to Swamp Ass Uggos here on KZSM.org. True Community Radio. Absolutely. We'll be back here next week, Sunday at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you have any stories you'd like us to talk Absolutely. about. Absolutely. I can't believe I forgot. Yeah, if you have any stories, uh, any unexplained experiences you have or uh, stories you'd like us to cover, please email us at UglySwampStories at gmail.com. That is UglySwampStories at gmail.com. Anything unexplainable, spooky, frightening, or uh, if you just want to tell us how ugly we are. Please go right ahead. Feel free. (laughs) But uh, thanks for listening. Absolutely. Have a good night, everyone. Stay swampy. Guiding you through this wondrous journey is the hypnotic sound.